0: Welcome to EMG Transformations with Dan Stoll. Each episode will empower you to ignite your inner fire and provide methods to maximize your mental and physical performance. Buckle up and get ready to spark your transformation with Nova Fusion. Welcome to today's episode of EMG Transformations. Today I'm joined with Brianna Dizo, who is a health coach with a strong will to persevere. When the world slowed down in 2020, Brianna sped up and enrolled at the Integrative Institute of Nutrition, where she found her true passion in the wellness space. Her mission is to empower women to lead their households by focusing on optimal health through a mind, body, and spirit approach. We haven't met in person yet, But we've crossed paths for a reason, and I'm grateful to call you a friend. Thank you for taking time to come on the show today.
1: Awesome. Thank you for the intro, Dan. I'm so excited to be here in this space with you.
0: Yeah, of course. Me too. You know, I'd love to spark things off by you sharing like an overview of your backstory so we can all get an understanding of where you're coming from.
1: Absolutely. So I think a little bit to share the background of my story and how I got on more so the health and nutrition journey for myself, a lot of people might think it can run through like having certain illnesses. For me, it was more so specifically toxic relationships and going through a lot of emotional abuse in my life, choosing people that didn't serve me. And I would stick around, which stems from abandonment issues from my childhood. And I'm really passionate about how childhood trauma or any sort of you know issue so to speak, would play into that and just really kind of going through all my life and rewiring those limiting beliefs that led me to a more brighter path to choose myself and put myself first.
0: Yeah, I love that. and we have to put ourselves first at the end of the day so we can be the best so we can support others in the best way that we possibly can. So, If we don't put on our own life mask first, then we can't be there for others. I love that you kind of like found your path through that because myself, I found my path and wellness by getting sick. And you didn't have to go through that big traumatic experience to realize that this is important and I need to prioritize this. So kudos to you for getting ahead of that and not waiting for an event to happen because I've seen that happen so many times. You know, not to dive into some of those experiences that shaped you into who you are today, you co-authored a book last year, and that was talking about when you lost contact with your dad at an early age. So I'm curious, how did that impact you going forward?
1: Yep. That's a great question. So I guess that that would stem directly in link with the abandonment issues, so to speak, and it led me to not want to build connections, whether it was just a friend Or, you know, a romantic partner. I was always scared to lose people because around 11 or 12, my parents were divorced from a young age. But around that time in my life, they just really didn't get along. And my mom kind of just like took the upper hand. And for reasons of her own, we went through the court and they like, I was no longer allowed to have the visitations or the weekends with my father, which obviously can change, you know, someone's life and their path. So, From then on out, like anytime, even if it was, you know, women or other men, like I was really kind of hesitant to become close with them because I always had that sense of loss. But then as I grew up and I sort of like had my awakening and go through these things, like something I live for and definitely strive to teach others as a season, a reason or a lifetime. So even when I'm making connections now, they could be the best person, but that doesn't mean they're going to be my best friend throughout it all. Like we can, you know, chit chat here and there, have a connection, but You know, if I look back at the Brianna I was ten years ago, like that would be like it would kind of freeze me. Like I really just wanted to be everyone's best friend. I put my self worth in others' hands, if you will.
0: Yeah, and I feel where you're coming from because in high school, and not even high school, but like probably from like elementary going on, I things weren't good at home life. I had an alcoholic father, and it was tough to navigate through that for me I didn't have ways to cope I didn't know about all these like self-help practices that I do now so I was always just trying to fit in and make things as easy as possible in school because I was always just focused on what am I coming home to and for my social life I had some of the wrong relationships because I was pleasing others and not being authentic and true to myself so I'm curious, in school and in social relationships, did you kind of feel the same way?
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely can relate with that. A lot of my family, not just like my father himself, but a lot of people drink a little bit more than, you know, the norm. And I think that that's exactly spot on, especially through college. But I can totally relate there with you. I think that I was always if you will, like leveling down a bit. So again, like if I was, you know, pleasing others just the same you were, but like also so in case that I wanted to leave, like I could break away from that relationship. And again, whether just a friend, a companion, or like romantic, like I was always choosing someone that didn't align with my true values and interests because I was so scared, like, oh, if I choose someone else, then they will leave me first. So it really kept me stuck for such a long time. Um, and played out like in romantic relationships as well, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious, in college, did that kind of feel like a fresh start? Or was that still like you trying to figure things out? Because it it took me until like my last year of college and then a year after that to really figure things out. And college, like, I almost felt more confused in college than I should have. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's a great point. I mean, I tell you this all the time. I admire you for your age. I honestly didn't learn truly this full circle, if you will, until like I had Daniela. So maybe around 28, I was a little bit older in life. I think college, I still played it very small. I could have made more friends and connections that exactly were on the same path. I chose to stick around people that i thought that I resonated with and like, you know, also really tried to fit in with groups of people that I might not. Right. So it goes both ways. Even if you're, you don't align, it's always going to kind of be a shut door no matter what. And that's where I kind of stumbled into some of my trouble with like toxic relationship, because I was always going out with that group of people and this specific person um, who I dated for quite a long time. And uh, that was kind of like a wake up call, but. I truly do, you know, take it as a life lesson because it opened up. That's one big thing too about my life and my lessons is that like, even though that these paths weren't perfect for me, they led me to like opening up for myself and hitting on these like points, whether it was like rebuilding the relationship with my dad or some of the abandonment wounds that like led me to learn the lessons for myself and awaken there no matter what.
0: Yeah. So going back to that abandonment struggle that you had, how did you get over that? And like, was it about surrounding yourself with the right people? Or where did that mindset shift happen for you?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I definitely have to give a lot of credit to I work um with someone one on one and it's an EMDR therapy. It's eye movement and desensitization reprocessing therapy. And it's a little bit like you float back to images limiting beliefs. It's not just talk therapy one on one like the traditional. So it actually works on your subconscious mind, which has been like a game changer for me. I've been doing that. Um, for, I still do it to this day, just because even if if it's a life stressor, like that's the way I go about it. But I have to give a lot of credit to that because it was those limiting beliefs, mainly like I'm not worthy or I'm not deserving of healthy relationships. And when I worked on that and started rewiring my mind and the limiting beliefs then I kind of came to like a mindset shift entirely.
0: I love that you mentioned the subconscious because that's like 95% of our mind and so much gets stored in there that we forget about. And then a similar event happens that happened in our past and that triggers it. And we have no idea what's happening. We just know what we're feeling and it brings all these negative emotions. So that's actually something that I've really been tuning into a lot more and just learning about. So um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And what was that therapy called again? EM-
1: EMDR is the short yeah. version. Yeah. But it's exactly like you said, and it's so spot on because, you know, until you, you don't realize, like I had no idea, for, even though I, I did study psychology in college, but um, like, I really didn't put two, you know, two and two together on the subconscious mind and it controls us entirely. So even if I felt like I can do better, I can be better, I want more. It was always kind of floating me back to like, you know, the child in me who was stuck in these certain situations, or playing, you know, small, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so that helped you kind of like bring back your confidence and self esteem too. like going through that process and figuring more about yourself. And it's almost like you realized that you were not the problem. And they had their own problems that were going on that just you happened to be involved with. But when you kind of mm-hmm. think about it that way, it's like, okay, well, I can cut this person a little bit more slack. Like it wasn't all of the way their fault.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think you hit a nail on the head there. I think that exactly I had uh a good way to put it is Marsha would always say. I was taking on everyone's baggage. But if you start to take the bricks out and take them out, and it's not so heavy anymore, when it's not your baggage that you're carrying. And then you know, you just focus on yourself. And that was the main thing. Like I said, I stopped taking on other people's problems, I zoned in on what was really hurting me what was deep down. And it was just like an absolute game changer.
0: Yeah, that's so important. And another thing that you mentioned was being in those toxic relationships. And it's, Something that I don't really want to brush over because it's a serious thing that a lot of people are battling in their lives right now. So if someone is in a toxic relationship and maybe even abusive, but they're afraid to leave, I'm assuming that's like a big thing with that. What advice do you have for just someone in that position?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it hits home a lot for me. It was more so in college, definitely an emotional abusive relationship where you're getting called names and it's just kind of hot and cold constantly. I mean, that's certainly a red flag if you're not able to stay consistent, if you're constantly, like that's what I said a little bit with the drinking, like we would break up, but then maybe I'd have a few Coronas, a shot of tequila and then call him back, you know, and lonely and just like, you know, because you think they're going to change, but that's the thing. It's like, You have to just put yourself first. I would say, number one, just kind of float back to where your worth comes. You know, it's your own self-worth. You can't have it be contingent on anyone else or their thoughts or what they say about you. And especially if it were to be more physical abusive, I would definitely seek outside help. I know things can get very bad depending how toxic with people. So that's the thing. A lot of people want to stay because they are frightened. But if you just speak up, you know, everyone has loved ones or find someone close to you, you definitely need to take action and get out sooner than later. Because there is someone that will treat you like a king or a queen out there. And you don't want to sit around and constantly be in that negative environment.
0: Yeah, instead of thinking about the worst that could happen, instead, like when you leave, think about the best that could happen and all of those things that you are deserving of. And this doesn't have to be a life sentence. Like there's always times to move on and grow. And a relationship is one of them. Not all relationships are supposed to last forever. Like you said earlier, they're like, seasons. you know, if anyone's out there in a situation, we're here to help you as well. Like we don't want anyone to feel that they're trapped in something that is toxic and abusive. So I just wanted to throw that out there for anyone out there that is possibly going through that. So then how did transitioning after college and after graduation, what did that look like for you?
1: So straight out of college, I kind of left that toxic relationship was very big, like into kind of a... You know, it's a shift because you're either way you're going into the corporate world, I jumped into working at law firms. So I was busy with work. And that's the thing, like, I've always been very career driven, everything like that. It was just kind of sometimes my romantic (laughs) relationships would be a roller coaster. So I had to really keep those on track in order to, you know, keep my own peace. So, I was working, staying busy, and then I definitely went through like, you know, somewhat of a minor awakening, I would call it. I was living on my own, so adulting for sure, paying my own bills, taking care of myself. But it was kind of like, it's a shift because I'm so used to going out and doing those sorts of things and being a party girl. But really, it was a lot of people aren't doing that or going out as much. Your friends kind of move, especially if they were just there for college. So it was a lot of just like going out with whoever, whenever, and I think that that kind of kept me stuck once again, instead of like really shifting and evolving into who I was meant to be. But I would say that ultimately it comes down to like finding your passion and your purpose, which at that point I had not yet.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get into you finding it in a minute here, because I know you're really passionate about the wellness space, and that's something that I definitely want to dive into, but now fast forward a little bit because this was one of the the big moments in your life to 2019 when you mm-hmm. boldly called off the wedding to your daughter's father at the time and for good reasons i might add and i feel like that kind of like calls for a fist bump <laughs> but <laughs> for sure you know, yeah kudos to you for like standing up for yourself and not settling for less than you deserve like you said before but Again, you had to navigate as a single mother after that. So how did you stay strong during those stressful times? And what advice do you have for other single mothers out there?
1: Yeah, that's definitely a great point to bring up. I mean, I would say that it all came back to my piece. So although the relationship wasn't terrible, it wasn't, you know, comparable to what I've been through in the past. Family's number one to me. So it just wasn't full teamwork there. And I just couldn't see a lifetime of going through it. And I think a lot of people, similar to other types of relationships, you just kind of want to stay where it's comfortable. But if it's not ultimately everything you desire, I say, you know, follow your gut, as cliche as that sounds, like it will tell you right from wrong. And it just wasn't there for me. Like there was a lot of times of trying to make it work, you know, putting in the effort, but like sometimes the effort should just flow. So, For single moms, I would definitely tell them once they're ready to take that step and they do so, and they're in the space of kind of just leading their own household, finding themselves again, rebuilding, you know, their own confidence and self-esteem is just really live. Don't just exist. And the milestones, especially with a little one, they will fly by, but no matter what, like you have to enjoy every day, just like anything, like building a business, like enjoy the process of everyday life. And if you don't know what that looks like, then, you know, that's why Dan and I like coaching business like this is wonderful because you can kind of like establish your own passions and have someone kind of guide you. Like that's what I would definitely say is like short and sweet is like I go for like a joy menu. So like even I do this to this day and I'm sure you have similar things like if it's reading a book or, you know, meditating or you know, anything I like to do, take my dog out for a walk. I think that if someone has those kind of things that fill up their own cup first, then they'll be able to lead from the front. And that's what you need to be, obviously, especially as a single mother. So definitely make sure that you're doing that first and foremost to fill up your own cup.
0: I was going to ask you about the joy menu at some point, but I love that you brought it up. So is that pretty much just like listing out like A menu of things that you just love and do. And then you can just have that on a rainy day and you can be like, oh, well, I should just go on my joy menu and lift my energy up and be positive. And is that kind of like what it's for?
1: Yeah, a thousand percent. Like, even something so simple, like I've really found in these past like three to four years that like I love coloring. Like, I did color like back as a kid, but sometimes like I will just take out this book that I got, my color pencils, and even if it's 15 minutes, that's all I can squeeze in. It's something that I can do any time. And then it's like, oh, get back to work. I'm way more productive. So those simple things really do go a long way, I would say.
0: Yeah. And even if it's just taking a break from work, we need to detach and just get our minds off of things sometimes. So 15 minutes, go to your joy menu, see what's on the list and you can do something there. So I love that you brought that up because it's a great tool for anyone out there to apply going back to like what you said about relationships cuz this kind of like stuck out to me is marriage first off is a big commitment and that's something that's for years on the road and if you're not gonna if you have different values and lifestyles you're going to grow in different directions and it sounds like you picked that up pretty early on and you knew that you didn't want to go years in different directions so you made that decision that hard decision to cut things off but again if they're not going in the right direction it's probably for the best and it saved you more struggle, time, pain than you would have had to go through and even for your daughter at the time because that's not an easy thing for them to split like that. So how did you just have the awareness to like really see that or was it kind of just something that you knew and you felt?
1: I think, again, it's a gut instinct, but it's also like, based on the past, you know, I've been in good relationships. And then I said, I've been in very toxic ones. And it just was not adding up, you know, it was just there was a lot going on. And I mean, I'll just say this, that I think it speaks volumes, like the day that I gave back the ring, and it was only, you know, there was hesitancy going throughout the planning, it's all a lot, you know, and <laughs> the day I gave back the ring, like, You know, I thought there would be more of a discussion, but like, I just kind of passed it across the table and like, that was the end of it. So, I mean, I, to this day, and that's another thing, like, I think that speaks volumes. There was really no no reply. There was nothing after that. And then, like I'm saying, if you go down the road and I sit in this seat now today and see all the things that have happened between now and then, I 100% stand by my decision and even more, but it's not until you kind of close that door in that chapter. And then I think more things kind of become more eyes wide open Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, as I'm sure you hear of all the time, like people want to stay together, even if they know for a fact, it's not right until the kids are older. Like, let's just wait until the kids turn 60 and the kids turn 18, but it's most important for each parent to be happy. And that's the bottom line, you know what I mean? So although you have to rip off the bandaid and, you know, we separated very early on. I mean, Daniela was only one years old, so it's not what I wanted. But like I said, I stand firm in my decision and everything has been better ever since.
0: Are you ready to take charge of your health and transform your life? Well, get ready because we have the solution for you. Introducing the Nova Fusion 21 Day Wellness and Resilience Challenge. The ultimate program designed to stack massive momentum, achieve peak performance, and spark your transformation. In just 21 days, you can experience a total wellness revolution. Our challenge is jam-packed with daily inspiration, education, downloadable resources, and exciting challenges to keep you fired up and on track. But that's not all. When you join the challenge, you'll also become a member of our exclusive Nova Fusion family. Together, we'll support and uplift one another as we continue to grow and thrive. Unlock the secrets of the world's best wellness and resilience practices to stay mentally and physically fit for a lifetime. From renewing healing practices to transformative high-performance techniques, we've got you covered. And here's something that sets us apart. I believe in these practices so much that I'm offering a money back guarantee. That's right, if you don't see results, you can get your money back so you have absolutely nothing to lose, but everything to gain. So what are you waiting for? Take advantage of this limited time opportunity right now. Go to NovaFusion.co challenge to sign up and embark on the journey of a lifetime. Let's spark your transformation together. I can't wait to see you on the other side. So shortly after you discovered your passion for wellness, how did you get into that? And what's your journey been like since 2020?
1: Yeah, Great question. So in 2020, obviously, the world got very slow and very quiet for everyone. I was at a job that I absolutely loved. I mean, as far as like a corporate gig, I would say it was top notch, something that I, like the pay was there. Everyone that I worked with was amazing. It was just not fulfilling me, like especially having now a young daughter, family, so to speak, to come home to. It wasn't what I felt like I wanted, you know, after all those years of college and you feel like you're so intrigued and ready to go. And I just stumbled upon actually Sahara Rose. I'm not sure if you know her, but she's amazing. And she actually went to IIN, the health school that I ended up jumping into. And I just kind of wanted to pursue my passions a little further. So I have like, you know, I went to college, I have a criminology degree and a psychology degree, and that's how I became a paralegal, but I've been in real estate my whole life. And that's when, even if I would shift in corporate, like obviously real estate always grabbed me first before anything else, like maybe per se, if I wanted to go into criminal or something like that, it was really hard to kind of land those positions. So I, like, I just took a shift altogether and, you know, if I can go back a little bit and touch on, like I said, like I didn't exactly have some sort of health issue, like that was pressing, but I kind of have just a different sense, like we, we take care of our health first, like, yes, you go to the doctor when you need to, but I'm very, very certain about my ways. And like, for example, like when I did go through that toxic relationship, I got psoriasis, which is just like a skin rash. And it's like kind of all it was all over my back. And I remember going to the dermatologist and like they were just like giving me cream. And that was kind of the first eye-opening experience in a way, although it wasn't like make it or break it. It was just something where they like, we're here, here's this medicine for you. But ultimately, once I got out of that relationship and the stress went away, so did that one skin condition, which they told me that like really wouldn't have ever gone away. So that's what kind of like caught my eye. And I just thought of like how many other people are going through X, Y, or Z and they're being told that they have this and like... No matter what it is, it's like we talked about this last time on the Instagram live together, but like a lot of people will get down and out, I feel, or like identify so closely with this condition, whether it's temporary, permanent, could be healed, cannot be healed. And I just became very passionate about it and putting our health first. Lastly, I'll just speak a little bit on like the connection between our gut health and our mind and everything like that and I like it, the perfect example is actually like going back to college. Like sometimes I laugh, although it's not funny. It's like, you know, obviously I was going through all that bullshit to put it nicely because what was I eating every day? Was I drinking enough water? Like I wasn't putting what's good enough on my plate. So therefore, how can my life match up to what I was really looking to do and to pursue? And I just have been into the health and wellness field. And mostly right now I'm focused on helping moms. Mostly I love to do the kids nutrition and things like that. Because I think a lot of times kids jump into eating like mac and cheese or chicken tenders. And we say like, oh, well, that's just what we like or they like rather. But if you're not giving them the other options and putting it on their plate, then how would they know? So I am just stepping into that zone a little bit more as of lately.
0: Yeah, I love all of that. And especially with me being diagnosed with Crohn's disease, I've really seen firsthand how all of the doctors in the medical system, they try to treat the symptoms, but not the root problem. So you say you have these certain symptoms, they match you with the prescription that does that, but they don't go beyond that and ask about your lifestyle, ask about your stress your nutrition, all these things that add up to your overall health and your holistic health. And that's something that we really try to flip the script on. It's like, okay, well, we'll start with these other, these lifestyle things that you're doing and how is that influencing your overall health? How is that causing the symptoms? And we kind of like do a reverse with that. So I know you take a mind, body, spirit approach when it comes to wellness and we oftentimes just focus on the body part. So can you explain the importance of the mind and the spirit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think all three are very important inside of the Health Style Emporium. That's the coaching program that I use. I definitely focus a lot on, you know, mindset being number one. It's just so important. So whether it's, you know, reading a a book or listening to the webinars on there, there's a lot of useful tools. But in short and sweet, I definitely do a lot of mindfulness myself, whether it's just, you know, again, a 15-minute break during the workday or meditation. I have a lot of stuff available on that platform. But then I also have this app called Calm that anyone can just download. I highly recommend it. There's also great tools for going to sleep, even for the kiddos but I really just that's soothing. Like (laughs) you might think if you're not into it, like meditation is something so out there or foofy or whatever, but it's really so simple and it's going back to your breath and just kind of sitting there and you can do this three to five minutes. I mean, even if you were working in an office, it's not like it's something that you couldn't take out and do. And it's you know, everyone's gonna go through the daily stressors, but it's really about how you reset yourself and you can get more recharged and have that energy and bring up your vibe. So I definitely love that for the mindset and again, just affirmations, of course, but it's also putting in the work. It's being able to get clear on what your goals are, I think, from a mindset standpoint, because then you'll build your confidence when you're attaining these goals that you, you know, wish to to hit and then go from there and do more and from A soul perspective. I mean, that's obviously going to be very bio individual and specific to each person, but I would just say, like, for me, for example, it's all about rebuilding my self worth and things like that. So I would focus maybe on like a self love challenge or a webinar from there, because that's really going to speak to me and it's going to fill up my cup. And then I just like, even if I get in a down and out mood or I feel something triggering, like we talked about earlier, because they could just be like, any sort of experience or emotion that makes us float back and like I might be like working on a project and someone asked me for something and then I'm like wait I'm not good enough and like just something that's completely irrelevant I can just simply turn on like a self-love webinar and I'm just back to it and like okay I can do this I'm taking action and I'm ready so it's all about that's what I love to ensure and to round it out is you know, it's all about what is up to you to be able to focus on yourself. Like that's what's so helpful.
0: Yeah. And I found that what works for me doesn't work for other people and vice versa. So it's all about navigating your own health journey and finding the best things, whether that's food, whether that's physical activity, whether that's the mindfulness and the self-help talks that you listen to. We're all going to gravitate to different things. But there's different things out there that can help each and every one of us. So it's all on us to really be curious and find out what that is. And coming back to mindfulness, like and meditation, even, it's not some woo woo thing that is so out there. It's like for me, I just focus. Well, I don't focus really. I just sit there and focus on my breath and just let my thoughts go. But that's like in simplest terms all i do is i just line into my breath and i just follow that so i think about the noise of my breath in my head so i don't like overthink and just little things like that it's it's honestly the simplest thing but it resets myself when i'm like in the middle of a day i get that 15 minutes to rest and recharge so it's so helpful and it doesn't have to be hard. Like you can literally just sit there for five minutes, even just focus on your breath, recharge, get that oxygen flowing in your system. And that can do wonders for you and your health, mind, body, and spirit.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, you're so spot on. I love that you do that. And you have all of your wonderful, wonderful practices, including the ice baths. But yeah, yeah, it's just mindfulness and the breath work. I think it's so important. And, uh, it's kind of overlooked by so many because they don't even know where to begin.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. Do you have any like specific meditation practices that you use or any guided meditations or like, how do you do that?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, Like I said, I definitely recommend the Calm app. Anyone can download that. I could show you it sometime too, but I have my coaching through the Health Style Emporium. So I kind of grab the meditations from there and it's all set up and I just put one on like whichever one in the given day. Of course I have my favorites, but I just pull it from there and it guides me a little bit.
0: See how easy it is everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: I definitely do plan. I would love to do more, become more of an expert in breath work. I think that's something I would gear towards, or maybe like even leading some yoga classes, that's like kind of, you know, short term goals. But right now, I just have everything available on the coaching platform. And it is, yeah, it just hit play and I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, well, we got some big things coming in the horizon for Bree. Another thing that I wanted to mention is plant based eating and the power of that. So can you talk a little bit about that for us?
1: Yeah, good reminder. Yeah, because I should have said that maybe within uh, like my soul. That's definitely something that I've done within only the past five years for a little bit. I mean, I've tried to go vegan. I've done it successfully for short intervals. But ultimately, I do... Recommend especially with my clients balance, but plant-based eating is can be as simple as it sounds. You know, you're eating more plants. So if you have a salad, you're loading it up with that. Maybe skipping the chicken or anything else that you would add to it, and just kind of seeing how you feel. Definitely recommend a food journal, which can be something I'm sure Amazon has an official one, but it can be just even in a notebook to track what you're eating. That way you can kind of look back at your mood and if you feel more energized. Then you can know. But I just honestly, I'm big into like fruits. I always have fruit for breakfast, um, especially as of lately. But again, I have recipes inside the Hellstyle Emporium. That's kind of where I get them. Or if I'm browsing through Pinterest, that's when I like meal prep and plan. And I always pull those. But I'll make sure that like a good portion of my meals throughout the week are definitely plant based because I personally can feel my energy levels go up drastically and I feel more satisfied. Like lately too, I've been obsessed with protein bar and this one superfood salad. And anytime I eat it, I'm literally so full for the rest of the day, even if I'm getting it at lunchtime. And that's kind of the things that you'll pick up and you'll want to start putting more plants or, you know, you might have your favorites or whatever it is, but I highly recommend it. I think it's something that society kind of shifts us away from as, you know, they focus on, you know, the pyramid, but there's really power in those plants to consume them.
0: Yeah, and I love what you said about the energy levels, because something that I learned is plants have the most energy because they're directly from the sun. And you think about a cow, they're eating the grains and the energy is getting depleted throughout each cycle of the animals and going through that. So if you can get it directly from the source, that's the most energy right there. And you're going to feel that and you're going to have the sun's power within you. And when you think about it that way, it's like, Oh, well, that's pretty good. But there is something that probably some people are thinking about is, well, where am I going to get my protein? (laughs) So do you have any like good plant protein sources that you would recommend?
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely stick to a lot of tofu. I mean, black beans, things like that. But again, I do recommend Balance. I I really try and steer away from like, that's why I say shift it in, in as much as you can, right? Because like people are so used to eating just the norm of society or going to a restaurant. Like I go to restaurants all the time and it's like, I will modify like if I want to order something. But if you really look at the menu, it's not like, anything is plant-based. So it, it, what I learned in my coaching experience is it's really kind of hard. Like people will get scared when, or like want to steer away from the plant-based eating. So number one, it's definitely balanced, but number two, like I would definitely say fish, like salmon is good or anything like that to kind of leave the red meat behind. But Yeah, it's very interesting and something I'm very highly of because I just think overall, like I said earlier, it's like a lot of us could have an illness maybe and it could be temporary. But if you never go back to your gut health and try to switch things up again, like you said earlier, like you're not addressing the actual symptoms. You're just putting a name and you're just giving the medicine and then you're going in this vicious cycle and everyone's still sick. But I know plant-based is very powerful, especially for our gut health.
0: Yeah. And I love that you're bringing up the gut health, too, because now I want to talk about that. You know, I always do like probiotics, kefir, stuff like that. And I've really found that plants also just the more of a variety that you get, the more that it helps nourish your gut and especially with the prebiotics and the fibers. So is there anything else that you would recommend to help enhance your gut health?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am a partner of Juice Plus. I definitely recommend them. I'm sure you've seen on my page and anyone can check it out. But the reason that I say that is because I also will do free coaching for anyone. So normally I charge a certain amount, but if the clients are taking the trio and that is the veggie capsules, the berry capsules, and then the, what am I blinking? The berry, veggie, and fruit. So (laughs) those three, then it's a great combination. They support your gut health. What it is, is all the plants. I wish I had a bottle so I can show you, but it's basically the plants or the fruit it's grinded in there. And those are very supportive of your gut health. It has the prebiotic, the probiotic. And then I also have plant-based omega. So those have been like my routine forever as of lately. And it's like, you know, it's the cliche of like, I emptied my medicine cabinet, I used to take like all this stuff, I would probably pick them up at Target, which is so <laughs> easy to think about. Um, You know, but I was trying, I, I honestly really wanted to be healthy, but they weren't doing anything for me. So instead of having like the 12 to 15 bottles I have now I have these four supplements that I take daily, and then there's kids chewables. So I really definitely recommend those or checking them out. But again, like I said, the platform that I mentioned earlier with my coaching because juice plus you can go on and buy the website but for anyone else like if you go through myself here you would be able to get the program for free and then have all those tools which is recipes master classes webinars so that's why I love it so much and that's what my coaching business is centered on so definitely recommend those
0: if you have a link, I'll for sure put that in the show notes. So everyone can get involved and see what more of you got going on. And especially check out those veggie capsules. Because if you're going from like 10 plus pills, and you're just going to four, and you're feeling so much better, that's a testimony right there. So yeah, I I love that you brought all that up. And you know, I'm sure we could talk about health and mindset and all of this like all day. So I'm curious, What are some tools that you use to maintain a positive mindset?
1: Oh yeah, that's a great one. You have the best questions. Uh I would definitely say number one, I think, because when we touch on it in my past and who I've become from who I am today and first 10 years ago, definitely surrounding myself with like-minded go-getters and, you know, such as yourself or the CLS community, that was a game changer for me. Only three years ago, I was going through some of the darkest times and being able to be around people and the saying of like, who's on your bus and surrounding myself with people that have similar values and goal oriented has been make it or break it for me, like obviously in the positive direction. So that's my main thing is definitely community. And then same goes with my coaching business. So instead of being a solo entrepreneur, I have all these women that are also in the health community, we have trainings, we host webinars. And, you know, some of the gals that are more local, they put on workshops, and things like that. So between those two communities, it's been life changing for me for the better.
0: It really is about surrounding yourself with the right people. Like they say that, you're the sum of the five people that you spend your most time around, and when I think about like those positive communities, it's almost like a tide that raises everybody, and it's not just one or a couple people that it's like not this pyramid, but it's this overall tide, and that's what means the most for me, and that's what I'm trying to do with my community and just spread the positive message that you know there everyone's going to go through tough times. You went through tough times. I went through tough times but we both overcame those and there's ways to get out of whatever you're going through. And a lot of the stuff that we share is actually universal, which is why I'm so passionate about sharing all these techniques, because something that you apply in your health can be applied in your relationships and that can be applied in your career. Like so many things can get crossed and it's, it's why I'm doing what I'm doing just to be that beacon of hope and help others you know, something else that goes through that is following through on the action. So you can have all the knowledge in the world. But if you're not following through on it, things just aren't going to get done. So a question that I have for you to follow up on that is what are a few of your non negotiable daily habits and routines that keep you going?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I always try to start my day with journaling. So whether it's going to the manifestation side of it and trying to write down my goals and focusing on the visions I have, I do that. Or if something's heavy on my mind or possibly had like a bad dream, then I'll just jot that down to start the day. Maybe while I have a cup of tea, get my time in, in the morning, either yoga or get outside. I definitely, obviously more you can get outside and keep your body moving is important. So any sort of movement and drinking water. That's something that I I know it sounds silly, but I haven't always focused on in my life. And I just know that that's a game changer for me. So those are my main ones.
0: I love that because that sounds like my list, which means (laughs) we're so aligned here.
1: (laughs) Go figure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But water, again, that's such a small thing that makes such a big impact because I mean, with the Crohn's and not having my Colon, like I have to drink lots of water and stay hydrated because things just go through me fast. And when I'm like out doing stuff or I'm traveling or whatever, I'm not drinking enough water. And I have to really be mindful about that because it can throw my entire system off. But just like as a regular person, like we get dehydrated, we get that mental fog, that fatigue and all these little symptoms can come from that. And it's just drinking more water, getting less of the caffeinated coffee yep. stuff that dehydrates you and, um, you know, just replacing your stuff with like lemon water, coconut water, like things with natural electrolytes. Like I don't even recommend Gatorade anymore, like just because of all the bad stuff in there. So there's natural options. Tea. I love tea. Like pretty much the only thing I drink is water, tea, coconut water. And that's how I get my flavors. And I'm happy with that. So there's a a tea flavor for everyone. (laughs) And you can drink water and just use your tea bag. And that's a great way to stay healthy, hydrated and just feel your best, even though it's such a small thing.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely resonate, especially with tea. It's like, it could be the most simple thing, even if it's the evening and I'm winding down or jumping on a team training. It's like that tea, it just like excites me. It's like, exactly. You pull from your joy menu, no matter what it is.
0: (laughs) Yep. Always have that joy menu on hand. So one last question before we wrap things up here. If you could give advice to your younger self when you were struggling the most, what would you say to her?
1: Oh, that's a great one. I would definitely just say something that I have led my mantra as of lately is be the CEO of your own joy and it's self-explanatory. you know, put yourself first and go for it all. Um that would be the best tip I can give.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have to put ourselves first. If we don't, then who's putting ourselves first? Probably not someone else. So we gotta look in the mirror and really. Reflect on that sometimes, because we can be putting all of our energy out in so many different places, but not the place that matters the most, which is the person that you're going to sleep with at the end of every night, the person that you wake up to next to every night or every morning. So um, really prioritize your own efforts and your energy. And it's such a valuable thing that gets overlooked so many times, especially with the busyness of life and just relationships. There's so much going on. So I love that you mentioned that because I even forget to sometimes. So it's a great tip.
1: Absolutely.
0: So how can we support you now? There's the Everybody Holds a Story, the book that you co-authored. I'll put the link in there. And then, um, yeah, just tell us like how we can stay connected and get involved. What do you got going on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The EBHS book is available on Amazon. If you drop the link, they can go grab that. And it's also nice because similar to your podcast, there's stories of there was 11 other authors. So it's a collaborative book and they're sharing their pain into purpose stories. So I highly recommend it, especially even for a gift for someone. It's wonderful. And you can follow me and support me through my social media. Like I said, with my coaching, I highly I'm involved in Juice Plus and also have a tower garden if anyone's interested. in, um That's another thing. I'm big into gardening, so I can hook you up with your tower garden. You can make your own vegetables straight from your house all year round, no matter where you live. And also my coaching program, Health Style Emporium, I am willing to help you put you up for a challenge. And then I love it the most because it's also a self-starter guide. It's not something that... I do one time around it's tailored to each person and then it's designed for you to be able to take it and then run with it. And then you develop those lifestyle habits that are destined to make you your best self.
0: I love what you're doing out there. And I'm going to follow up with you on that tower garden for sure. I have, I'll
1: send you some pictures. It's literally amazing. Um, we just got it ramped up again because we have a small garden, obviously in Chicago, I can't have it. So we're going to start transitioning all of the certain, um, you know, vegetables that we cut into the other garden. But since I can't have that year round, I love this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to get my hands on one. Bree, thank you for taking the time to be here with me today and being vulnerable to share your story. You are a role model and beacon of hope for those going through a tough time and the world is a better place because of your light. Thank, thank you me. so much for being on the show today.
1: Amazing, thank you, Dan. And you and Nova Fusion are the best and keep it coming, crushing your dreams.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of EMG Transformations. You never know how one valuable insight can make such a big impact Please leave a 5-star review if this episode had a positive impact on you. And don't be shy to screenshot and share episodes on social that you found helpful so we can spread the message and make the world a better place. You never know who may need to hear and the impact it has on them too. We're only scratching the surface. There's so much more to learn. Subscribe and stick around to manage stress, improve your health, and create lasting lifestyle changes. We'll see you next time on EMG Transformations.